Oh, first things first, man. How how are you doing? How's today going? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm great. Um, um, yeah, I'm I'm lucky to to have this release uh, over with, and uh, it's yeah, it's kind of relieving to have it out and to just get the get the head clear and concentrate on something else. Well, but I mean, congratulations. Obviously, the release of Walla. We we are. It's been a day, a single day. So. Yep. As of the time recording, there's not really much um, feedback, I imagine. But what feedback to this point have you received? And have you found it to be in majority positive? Uh, yeah, it's uh, in majority positive. I must say, to my surprise, not that I don't like the album, but it's it's always kind of, um, it's always verification to get something good back. And um, you, you never know as long as you are in the process if this this concept even it's like i don't know it's like walk on the plate you which is just but it's yeah it's also the the purpose kind of a purpose to it to to just check where the boundaries are not not to check where when will people say (laughs) it's shit but it's uh it's it's always kind of a feeling like uh, how how far can i go for for myself for my own imagination and um yeah, where, where are my boundaries? So I think then, um, yeah, I think the next stuff will be. I will try to to learn more guitar and to be more technical, I guess, because it's it's all atmospheric, um, and um, yeah, I think um, there there's in in every process and every process for every album, there's also kind of a. Uh, you have that in the back of your mind, like, what the, what am I doing after that? Yeah. And then, then it's always you're always uh, writing down like, okay, get get better and playing <laughs> playing riffs or something like that. It's 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 the whole the whole process. So yeah. you're, you're a musician. I mean, yeah. You, it, arguably, there's always something new that you'll always be able to learn, some new talent or some improvement yep. in any instrument. Um, so I don't think it would surprise anyone to know that, yes, your goal is to continue to improve in whatever particular instrument you want to work on. Yeah, and that was that was uh, uh, there was another time when I would when we were sitting in, in a rehearsal room in a cellar and like uh, rehearsing the shit out of three songs for two years and never releasing anything. And um, that's that's something I never want to go back to. Mm. That's because i i think there's always something in it um in every song in every process and you yeah you just need to get the things out there and out of your mind for me it's um also getting getting rid of my thoughts and getting rid of the of the creational process so like it's i think it's worse to keep things on your on your hard drive for mm-hmm. years and not touching, not touching them. Um, I think it's better to get to to just do stuff and and uh, and getting better or or the 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 feel the feeling of getting better every time is more important than to have the problems in one section of a song and working on that for for two years and then then I don't know the band splits up or something like that. It happens all the time in the underground and. Um, that's a shame because there are so many good songs and even if you can't afford to put out an album then 
yeah, you, you make it with, the, with an EP or you have Bandcamp for a single or something like that. Yeah. It's um, it's the, the also the back and forth between the musician and the listener. So you get Absolutely. it out there and, and you have the, um, yeah, you have the feedback. Um, I think the best feedback is always from people that are close to you because they get the get the whole process hmm. they they are mostly there and they getting all the steps where you started with some shitty riff or i don't know yeah. and then then you're working your way through th through the songs and then you show them you show it to them again after i don't know six months or, or so and then then they will they will be honest because they are generally not the listener of your music or where you want to go and that's i think that's the 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 yeah the the true feedback from from someone who doesn't even really listen to to your music yeah. but but has has a kind of of wholeness uh a feeling or he gets the the sense of what you want to do after a while and this is this is not what you have with a with a listener that gets onto Bandcamp and um logs in and listens to your music because he i don't know he sees or she sees uh the, the news we started a new album and then after two years they see the new album but there's there's no steps and i like i i usually love to showing steps and to um to just have the, the process like uh um yeah like, but there's some there's some benefit as well to the listener just who has no idea of the steps as it were or hasn't followed along on the journey and effectively almost daringly goes in hearing it with fresh ears and yeah. potentially will have an unfiltered opinion. That's right. That's right. Yeah. This album, what effect overall has the global pandemic had on the creation of Wallow and I guess the Mountain King in general? I think I remember quite well when there was time without a pandemic mm. <laughs> and that's that's what most people do in our age but there are also younger people um, and the younger you are of course the more time it it consumed of your life the pandemic so yeah. people from I don't know from 10 years upwards there's those people or those kids or um, adolescents they are already listening to some kind of metal already or some bands that would usually come live and they go there with their elder sisters or um, and this this just didn't happen for two years so mm -hmm. for us who know uh, who know the music and who know um, live concerts and all the stuff um, it's not that hard I guess but uh, but I'm thinking for for the others they that uh, are you usually when you're around 13 or 14 you get into into this process of seeing bands and yeah. meeting people over this and then then you are already I don't know 16 17 and you start an apprenticeship or I don't know uh, this th there's two crucial years. That, that you don't have. So I think Wallow is uh, also kind of a, yeah, it could be kind of a thought like, what if I turned back time? Mm. And, and this could also happen on, on, the, on the album. So it's mainly not, not to worry because the, the imagination and the creative protest 
process is already good for um, for things like that to to imagine um, you don't need to focus on these two years that you lost because there was time before and there's time after and this um, yeah this is also I guess a, a piece of wallow that says okay let's let's go back in time let's start again yeah let's try let's try again and with every with with every step you you start again you just learn new things and uh yeah maybe you hear new things and you experience new things do you think uh, as a whole the mountain king has coped as well as it could have and is there anything during this period that you look at and think that had a positive effect on your artistic side yeah actually <laughs> there was there was one thought that's kind of stuck uh i thought um i'm the mountain king or the pro project is now equal to all the live bands because they now see what it is to to just not playing live yeah and then it's yeah it's it kind of uh it kind of raised the feeling in me um because i always want to get back on stage uh, i had a band before and um, I was always working towards more live music. So Wallow and Smell Stars and Woman is uh, not exactly live music, but we can make it happen. I thought about maybe just also playing Wallow as as the uh, not reversed songs because that's that would be possible. So mm. we have the we have the riffs, we have the the vocals. We could uh, just make um, yeah or reshape reshape the the whole of Wallow as as um yeah front running uh, or fourth running tracks and do them live that's that would be the case um yeah but i was of course as a one-man um operation yeah you, you see the live bands and the feeling when you have you have been on stage already or before you always have the feeling to you see uh, a band and you want to be with them on stage mm -hmm. it's it's like it's like some people travel love to travel for the life and they have some some sense of i want to see i don't know another country again and for me it's always time always when i see a band on stage i just have this yeah 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 you gotta scratch that itch yeah it yeah that's basically it and then that's what when the when the pandemic hit i thought okay it's not it's not too um it's not too bad it's not yeah. it's not too bad to make a break and um that gave me some feeling of confidence that even if i if we're not on stage we still can do music that we like and um we just have to wait a bit till we get the feedback it's not the direct feedback like on stage it's it's like a delayed feedback you bring it out there and then you know what uh what the people like but i've yeah, as I as I stated in the beginning, I I thought this pandemic made bands more equal from the underground and not financially because no, not, it's it's uh, it's never never about the uh, finance because the underground has basically no money and this is yeah this is the, the big chance I guess um, too, but kind of equal in the sense of okay everyone has to redirect and has to to rethink what now so we just kept on making music and we 
we and we had the benefit we were used to making music like that mm. we always had a pandemic before in in our mindset because we were always in the studio and always playing and always writing and frank and me uh we always uh, meet on discord because we're a bit away from each other and then we just meet on discord and no nothing changed we just kept on making music like that and that i i think other bands they uh they would have needed some time or um to cope awesome. with that but there was no coping for us i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you've mentioned a few times and it's got to be talked about now but obviously wallow probably the most startling thing and i think that the thing that is going to turn heads before anyone even hears a single note from the album is, of course, that it's a palindromic album. Tell us, please, how did this idea come about? And I guess more importantly, turning that idea into reality, the actual end result, that seemed to me to be an impossible task. It obviously you've achieved it. Uh, yeah, it's it's still it's still. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's still in my head that it was impossible. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I can't get the the idea out of like you said. I can't get the idea of out of my head that it, it was actually impossible because it's out there. But at the same time, um, if you say do that again, I don't know if I could do exactly that again. I would do some maybe something else because I learned in the process. But that's actually um, the the starting point was I always thought about. Um, using sounds and things are recorded for wicked zen there's there's always already some parts where i reversed uh bass sounds that they uh and uh, smells of stars and vomit the intro there are already parts where i reversed the bass so you have more like a wave yep instead of uh, instead of cutting the bass because not only do you have a cut when you have fill-in like the sound increases and then stops. You all you also have have the cut backwards when you strum uh, the string and then uh, from there on is a sound. But before there there was none. So you have this this cut also, but in the other direction. And then I did uh, what I did uh, for Smell of Stars and Womit was I just um, reversed the basses. So I have more bass waves in the in the beginning, and that's basically the the initial thought when uh, when I thought okay um what's yeah what will happen when i learn uh when i take a guitar melody that i like or uh, uh, that i recorded reverse it and then learn the reversed version to, to uh, record it again and then reverse this one so i have the the original guitar but uh the original melody but one time you have the strumming at the beginning of the uh um, yeah, of the of the riff or of the melody of each tone, and um, yeah, and the other version is the reversed version, by where you have the same uh, the same notes following each other, but um, it increases the tone increases and then stops. So that's basically thought in waves, um, and th this was this was the beginning. The beginning was actually bong knob the first the first track, um, and this. Uh, I think when you listen to the song uh, compared to the others, it's the most symmetric song on the album, actually. So um, this was my starting point. It's mm -hmm. I, for me, it's the most simple, uh, most simple song also uh, on the album, um, because I need to figure out where, yeah, what do I even want to reverse, and how will the how will the drum pattern look if I if I reverse it, and then 
change the reversed drum pattern to something you can you can enjoy. Um, and this is uh, where Doom helped me <laughs> um, because it's slow. Yeah. Um, and the blast beats helped me also because they are so dense that uh, that you won't listen to to each single note right. at, the, at, at the blast beat. So blast beats and very slow Doom sections they they were not so hard to do because you have the you have the atmosphere overall and this this is what this was my goal that's why i um i reduced the the throne like on wicked sand it's basically just throne and um i um yeah i interchanged it with some clean melodies um yeah but it's like i said it's still when I think back of the the whole process, um, it's it it's insane. It's still mind-boggling for me to to think about the process because it was really it was song by song, section by section, and then note by note, and then you um, and the the concept of turning it around in the middle was a late, very late thought because um, I knew when you hear the first part of the album, you haven't heard everything. And that that was the my main thought. So I thought, okay, what? Yeah, what can I do? Because um, yeah, people will will tell you, okay, it's just I can reverse any album, hmm. but you can reverse you can reverse everything, sure, but you won't have uh, you won't have uh, instruments and song sections running forth when you reverse it. And this this was the was um, my initial thought to uh, turn it around and not in in between two songs but uh, to make an an uneven number of songs mm -hmm. and to to turn it, the whole album around in the middle of one song and not after uh, after after a song because the, i felt that yeah that's that would be something i wouldn't enjoy that much because it's just uh, recording i don't know four songs and turn them around after yeah. that and the concept for me was if i do this then i have to do it yeah the right way for me and that would be making artistically a value or creating a value artistically to uh to not just turn it around but to to build um yeah yeah to build a ki kind of theater uh, theatralic or theatric uh line in this so it's so for me it really it uh it goes up to the middle and then it will reverse down i, th I see it more as a triangle than a, than a line i like your thinking i mean the the proof is out there that it has been incredibly successful it is one of the most unique records i've heard in my entire life but you guys have been you've been on a tear in recent time wicked zen the smell of stars and vomit and now of course wallow do you feel as you are creatively at a high point at the moment? I hope not. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you it's, want to reach a high, yeah, you're not quite there. Yeah, <laughs> and that, yeah, that's exactly with Wallow with the with the album. I hope not. It's the high point because I, I we still have so many ideas, but it's not. Um, I think the most important thing is, and that's what I told you before with the reviews, it's not to get carried away by any negative or by any positive thought because uh, i love i love the opinions of people i really enjoy reading it i even would enjoy uh, if someone says this album is shit for me but because and then he has to, he has to tell me why 
-hmm. and then it's totally fine for me um and i i would yeah i would enjoy reading this uh, because the every every thought on this is is valued for me or is important but it's not important for me artistically it's it's important for me as a as a reader and as a listener um and to know how people perceive things different from my perception um so yeah with a, with a high point you're absolutely absolutely right i don't know i don't know what's going to come actually i do know what's going to come because we uh we and that's one thing we always have like i don't know three four five releases that we're working on simultaneously so um um so there's no uh there's no pressure for us if we if we think um some riff or um some section doesn't belong to an album but we have something that would be more suitable for then then um we're laying the album to the side for a week or two and then we're working on on other stuff and i think that's a big artistic um yeah, notion on this that we we are just not um getting carried away with something we're just we say we're two normal dudes and that's that's the end of it i guess because it's um yeah we're, um I think the creativity comes from the the options you have, and we just build options for us. And this is, I think, this is this is the way um, we found for ourselves. So, uh, so we just build ourselves a crown to play on, if there's none. So, musically, do you think you've already kind of moved on from Walla? You've you've talked to her many times already throughout the interview uh, about what you want to, you're basically what you might be doing now, and so on. Um, it does sort of feel like it's a constant case of the Mountain King is always preparing for what comes next. Is that literally where we're at a day after the release of Wallow? Yeah, I try. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I, um, I don't try to live in another time than now. Yeah. But um, I, I'm human. I can't help it. It's really you're stuck in the past or, um, or you're, you're getting carried away by thoughts of the future that doesn't even exist or does it i don't know um with wallow i don't know actually that was that's what this was also part of wallow is it if you if you imagine a song running backwards um and you have in mind the rel relative uh, relativity of time is it actually you going backwards while the while the song is normal so yeah um we're just we're just some some apes <laughs> uh, and uh, i think yeah um i think i i try to maybe yeah maybe it's it's my failed science education that says okay you can do it with music <laughs> you can you can like explore the world of physics or something in in a musical way like at wicked zen you can you can look how frequencies work together and um yeah, but um, it's not that I think about it one day after release, because the release day itself is yeah. not that important for me as a day. It's more, um, yeah, more what I or what the listeners make of it when when I say, for me, it's done. For me, it's now it's the time to get it out there. I'm under no pressure 
uh, not from the label, not from Frank, not from me. It's really, it's really like this. Are we done? We talk. Okay, yeah, we can leave it that way. It's great. And then we get it out there. And um, even if I haven't thought about every possible palindrome yeah. <laughs> there is, and I think, uh, and that's okay if someone comes and said, yeah, but you didn't think of this or you didn't think of that, then I say, yeah, okay, then uh, I'll add it to my list or something yes. like that. But it's it's really that um, that the perception of being satisfied with what you do and then then you need it just to to get it out there and if you enjoy it for yourself then then you can show it people to uh yeah to enjoy enjoy it themselves and um i think that's that's really if it's one day before or one day after release it's not too important for me it's just i constantly think about music yeah this is all i've abandoned all hobbies i uh yeah, I, I've abandoned uh, many things, but and th this is the good thing. I don't feel empty. I just, uh, I just see that this is the right way. And if it stays a hobby, it's super great. It's a, for me, it's the best thing uh, in the world. And um, yeah, when I'm, I don't know, when I'm too old to to play electric guitar, then <laughs> I will. I might uh, have to learn some keyboard or <laughs> no. Again, it's just. Uh, I don't, I don't see time as a as a crucial thing anymore. Um, I'm not saying it's a lie, oh, or <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, but it's it's important. Um, I once said, uh, which which is also the case for Wallow and and Wicked Sen and um, the Smells of Stars and Vomit, uh, and Vomit as well. It's the time, and that that's always when I tell what I wanted to tell the listener. Um, time is not too important it's only important if you if you make a schedule or if you get schedules put onto you um but um this time okay we i've i've just seen earth so far so <laughs> i don't know but this time is only only valuable or it's only the print or the blueprint for earth and um what i what I explored with smell of stars and vomit is there are so many other planets mm -hmm. where there's not 24 hours and then uh, sure I have to I have to to use what I can make of the time here um, but as a musician also that's not important we invented the light and yep. if I get out of the studio at four in the morning I don't care it's it's basically that and that's that's what you can make of time it's just um, as I said in the original statement for Wallow, I said, time is a, like a suit that's tailored to you. And sometimes you grow out of it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. If you, uh, if you take all of that on board, do at least make some time in your schedule, listeners and watchers, to check out Wallow. Um, I think it's something that will be still as impactful months down the line as it is this very moment. Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Me too. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. 
Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for? 